pimp, spicy, and sassy. I am sassy and sexy. My energy is magical and uplifting. Live, love, be sassy. Sassy AF affirmation cards. Scan and shop. Enter code 360 Wisdom for a discount at checkout. Follow Sassy Healthy Fit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest today is Randy Lee calling in from Hawaii. Welcome, Randy. Aloha, Beverly and Nicole. I'm so excited to be here with you. Well, we're excited to have you. Nicole's going to read a little bio about you so the audience knows who Randy Lee is. Randy Lee is a human design and G keys guide for conscious leaders and spiritual entrepreneurs. Her mission is to help you go from being people pleasing, burnt out and living a dual life to liberating your true self and creating the lasting impact that only you can through embodying your unique design. Welcome Randy Lee. Thank you again. I'm so excited. Hey, Oh, this is going to be such an awesome show today. We have a real treat coming. <clears throat> so, Randy, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you do here now in your business and how this human design has changed your life and what you're doing to change the lives of others. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really excited to share the magic of human design with your audience because it really transformed my life and business. I started my business in 2018 and I started as a self-love coach. And when I transitioned from being a self-love coach to a business coach, it happened kind of organically. And I felt like I kind of lost my sense of direction, my sense of identity, who I was in this process of making a pivot in my business. And I found myself in a lot of areas where I was living out of alignment. You know, my business was growing, it was scaling, but the money wasn't really fulfilling me. You know, I knew that there was a deeper purpose and I wasn't here to do it the same way as everyone else, but I wasn't really sure what that looked like. And when I discovered human design, it gave me a roadmap to understanding the truth and the power of who I am and who I'm sent here to be in the impact that I can have when I really step into my fullest potential. And that's really what I help others with now is understanding how they can not just grow their business, but refine how they grow, how they scale, how they show up in their business so that they can be authentically themselves and get fulfillment from, sorry, you can see my dog just came in the background, but you know, they, they can truly get fulfillment from the work that they're doing in the world and the impact that they're making. You know, that is wonderful. And, you know, when you think about it, it's all about that identity of who you are. <clears throat> you know, it's just like the dog. He's got an identity or she's got an identity to show up to be a part of you know, and when we can start to show up and be a part of who we are in our fulfillment of who we are, when we don't understand who we exactly are, then how do we get there? So what you're sharing here 
with that human design. Can you go into it a little bit deeper in how that impacts the human element, you know, in finding that identity? Absolutely. So human design is really a synthesis of a bunch of ancient and new age wisdom. So it combines elements of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, the biomechanics, the chakra system. It, it really is a synthesis of all of these things that brings it together. So you get this unique blueprint of who you are at an energetic level. So it breaks it down and gives you a what we call your strategy, which is how you're designed to best interact with others in the world with the least amount of resistance. And then your inner authority, which is how you're here to make aligned decisions, which surprisingly doesn't come from our mind. The way that we make decisions doesn't actually come from the mind. It comes from the wisdom in our body. So human design is really about helping you move from these places where you're showing up as what we call the non-self, you know, where you're, you're trying to be somebody who you're not and removing those layers of the non-self so you can really shine as who you truly are because we can't become who we already are. We can just remove what we're not. And human design gives you this roadmap to help you remove the elements of who you're not so that the true brilliance, brilliance of who you are can shine through. Oh, that is so awesome. It fits right in how I share with my clients is, you know, you need to become the archaeologist of yourself. You may not know who you are, but who you are is in here. We just want to move the stuff away piece by piece till we discover the real essence of who we are. And, you know, I love how you said it takes all these other modalities and just kind of unites them all together in, in probably just like a musical note that just floats along, right? And, you know, so it's very interesting. And does it also hit the DNA? Yes, it does. It hits the DNA because what we see is that the I Ching, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the I Ching, but the I Ching, it has 64 hexagrams. And these 64 hexagrams are actually identical to the genetic code. So we actually can, through doing this work with human design and the gene keys, which the gene keys is separate from human design, but it was birthed from human design. So it's kind of like like a side branch, I guess you could say, but it's a different entity. But what this does, it, is it allows us to literally reprogram ourselves on a cellular level, understand who we are, not just at the surface level, but going so much deeper to see the, the generational wounding you know, that we have, that we are here to heal and that we're here to transform. And through that, we can really show up in the fullness of who we are. Oh, that's beautiful. I do love the I Ching. I've been using that since like the 90s, you know, and I, you know, you kind of go through things for a while and they fall to the side and then, oh, hey, I forgot about this. <laughs> you bring it back, you know, and, you know, the, um, the gene thing that you were talking about. I just recently, a few months ago, heard about that. I, I looked at it. I didn't seriously go into it, but, you know, 
it's been on the back burner. I think maybe I need to take it off the back burner because now this is starting to really come together in a whole different visual, shall we say, right? And how these modalities work together. So when we're working, of course, we know we're not just this, this physical piece of equipment we're walking around in, right? We have that spiritual body, you know, and then we move as we come through here. We have a mental body and we have a um, emotional body. So can you tap into that a little bit on how the human design impacts the spiritual, the mental, the emotional, and the physical in combination? Absolutely. So one of the unique things that human design does is it utilizes not only the imprinting from the date of your birth, but what we call your design date. So this is 88 degrees before you were born. So it's this prenatal imprinting that occurs when you're in utero. And so what we see is the imprinting from the day of your birth. This is really the design of your personality, of your conscious mind. And the imprinting from the 88 days before the design date, this is the imprinting of your physical body, your vehicle that you're here to experience life through. So really what we, what we see in human design is we're moving from just seeing ourselves as these separate entities of a mind, a body, emotions, and really seeing how we're here to bring it all together in the expression of who we are. So in human design, we have one of the centers that's called the emotional solar plexus, and it's the center for our emotions. And so somebody who has a defined emotional solar plexus, when a center is defined, it means you have consistent energy there. Somebody there is going to have a lot more consistent waves of emotion flowing through their being rather than someone like the three of us who actually have that center undefined. So we're here to actually reflect and amplify the emotions of those around us and become very wise through that experience. But a lot of times we can, in these open centers where we don't have consistent energy. We're not generating our own energy. We're reflecting and amplifying the energy around us. We can feel this pressure to show up in those areas consistently or to generate that energy consistently. And that's just not sustainable. And that's what can lead to burnout. It can lead to these shadows and these non-self themes because that's not how we're designed to be showing up. So understanding the mechanics of how the energy works in your design is so beneficial to seeing how you're here to show up in the world and combining those elements of mind, body, spirit, emotions, all of it. Well, that is awesome. Okay. So I'm listening to what you're saying and it's so fascinating because I've done so many different facets of everything that you, you know, just shared, bring it into one unit is like, hmm, you know, I might have to do a little, you know, deeper research here and possibly even end up with this modality under my belt. But I want to ask you another question here on how does this impact humanity? You know, because we know everything is a frequency, you know, we create ripple effects, but can you go a little bit deeper in that ripple effect out to humanity from each one of us independently as we begin to all shine 
and the essence of our true identity? Absolutely. I love this question. What I see is that understanding our own design allows us to not only be more patient and gentle with ourselves, but more patient and gentle with others, because we see how everyone is designed differently and is designed to show up in a completely unique way. And so I don't have to take it personally when my mom doesn't do something the same way I would do it, because I can honor and see the uniqueness in who she is and who she's here to be. And that doesn't have to take away or diminish from who I am. And I can still stand in who I am and have that stability to be who I am, even when I feel maybe these pressures and pulls outside of me to change that, to fit in with, you know, the status quo. And what I also see is that when we each individually do this work to really heal the aspects of ourself that we've ignored, suppressed, maybe felt shame or guilt around, when we learn to heal these aspects of ourselves, we don't just heal it for ourselves. We heal it for the whole because we're healing these wounds that aren't necessarily just our own. You know, they go so much deeper. They're generational, they're ancestral. And so when we can actually do this work to elevate our frequency, to come out of the shadows and into our gifts, and really share from an open-hearted place, it doesn't just change our life, doesn't just change those around us. It literally goes out into the collective because we're healing collective karma. We're healing collective wounds. And I think that's what's so powerful is that we can see that just the work that we do on ourselves is really the greatest work we can do for humanity. I love that last statement that you made because that is so true, you know, and it just rings, you know, truth to the world, shall we say, right? You know, it it all starts here. It all begins here because I noticed when I went on my deep journey starting back in the 70s, you know, and the, the more depth I went in myself, you know, when you change the inner world, the outer world changes, right? Oh, this first half has been so exciting. I don't want to have to stop talking, but you know what? We need to take a word here and hear from our sponsor. And then when we come back, oh my gosh, do we have a show for you? So let's take that break and we'll be right back. Nasty you. Motivate, manifest, magnificent. Words are power. I am full of love and positivity. I am ready to shine because I am full of light. I create the energy I want to receive. I am a positive force in this world. I have the power to choose what I want. I am vibrant and full of light. I illuminate all my amazingness. Affirmations 101. Scan and shop. Use the coupon code 360WISDOM for a discount at checkout. And follow Hallie. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. We have been talking with Randy Lee out of Hawaii. She has been talking all about human design. And now Nicole has some other questions for her, and we're going to get deeper into what this is all about. Absolutely. So my question to you, Randy, has got to be all about 
how you got here, you know, because what you do is, is, you know, it's, it's, it's prevalent for right now. We need to understand who we are. We need to wake up and see who we are. And this uh, human design gives us a map or gives people a map uh, to how they can really be guided to where they need to go, where, how to achieve their goals in the best way possible without all the barriers, without all the sabotage, right? Because we don't see clearly. And, and sometimes, I mean, I say it all the time, I need a map. I just want a map. Here's Nicole. Here's where she needs to get to. And I'm going to drive right there. So forget everything else because otherwise I'm going to take this long back road and get lost a little bit, maybe end up in an Appalachian mountain somewhere when I'm trying to end up in Mexico, right? You know, from Montana or something like that. I get it. We all get a little bit lost. How did you get here and, and to the point where you were like, hey, you know what? I need this map. I need to show myself how to get to my highest and best self. It was really like what you just said. It was from not knowing who I was, from being so out of alignment, so off track from what I knew in my soul was my soul's calling, which was to make an impact, which was to help other people and to be of service. But I felt, I, I knew in the work that I was doing at the time, it wasn't being true to who I was. I was trying to fit into a role of what I thought a successful business coach looked like. I was following all of the strategies that everyone else was doing that didn't actually feel aligned for me. Instead of trusting that I could follow my strategy and authority in human design, I thought that I need, my mind needed to have all of the steps laid out and I needed to have a really clear understanding of where I was going. But human design has actually allowed me to surrender a lot of that and to just trust in what life brings me and to follow my strategy and authority so that I'm not facing the same resistance that I was facing in my life before, where everything just felt really hard. You know, I remember in my business, everything just felt hard. It felt like, you know, I remember I left my nine to five corporate job because I wanted the flexibility and freedom of entrepreneurship. But I was finding myself in those same patterns because the deeper wounding hadn't been healed. And human design is what really gave me that roadmap to healing those parts of myself that were out of alignment and to see who I truly was. Because I didn't really, I, I feel like my whole life I was searching for that. In, in human design, there's a center for our identity. It's called our G center. And our G center is the center that gives us this direction for our lives. And I have an undefined G center, which means I don't have a consistent direction. That's going to change during my life. I'm a, I'm a bit of a chameleon. And so with that, it can be a struggle if I'm not in the right environments. I can literally just sh shift my personality, shift who I am to fit into my environment, but that's not healthy for me. So really, truly discovering this roadmap 
it, it, it answered all of the questions that I was like so desperately searching for at the time of feeling so lost in my business. <laughs> you know, that, that makes me laugh when you say Gita Center. And I know, hey, ladies, you know what? If I know, I right? Give, <laughs> if I could give my ex a map to my G Center, we would have been together a lot longer and we would have had a greater, stronger relationship. And I think that, that the funny part of that, even though I laugh about it, here I'm, you know, approaching 50 and it's like, you open up to the sensuality, you're opening up the kundalini and it's like, okay, I need to find my spot for Nicole, however you look at it, right? However you get there. And that's that's the wisdom of this is that it brings human design. When listening to you and Beverly talk, human design brings that package together because I am, you know, an angel therapist. I'm a crystal Reiki master. I'm a, a self, you know, teach self mastery. And I've got to, grab all these how do i get it into one big ball and it, it's just like if i pack anything else into my closet it's gonna explode right i've got all these great tools and that is a great key i believe to you know even crushing imposter syndrome because we feel we have to have all these uh, accreditations but we need to put it in one space we need to have somebody bring it together and clean out our closet right get out of there and and that's a great way to identify and say hey I'm an entrepreneur, now what, right? Um, I, I need that guidance and I'm very analytical and I've become very strategic. And it's like, if, if I have these strategies, I know I can check those boxes and say, okay, let's get this done. So, you know, this, this comes up to the next thing, Randy, let's, let's bring this all the way around full circle and show people how human design works. I'm let, I'm gonna be the guinea pig myself, oh, just cause you know, I'm, I wanna know, I, I want this to happen and, and I want somebody to explain this to me because I did a human design chart and I was angry about it. I was like, what does this mean? You know, somebody says, test this. And I was like, you know what? This, this, this does not sound, I don't want my life to be this. I don't want my life to have been this. And there was so much that came into my head and it was just crazy. So having somebody like you, Randy, here to say, hey, this is how it works. This is taking all this together and, and making it into one road map for life. So I'm going to let you take it away, Randy. Yeah, I'm going to share your chart and I'm really excited because this is a common thing when people see their chart, they feel overwhelmed because it's a lot of information. Like I said, we're synthesizing so many different systems, so it can feel very overwhelming. And what I see also a lot of times is, you know, human design is not designed to put you in a box. It's right. really designed to help you break out of the boxes. But what often happens is people put themselves back in a box in their human design box, instead of seeing that this is literally just a roadmap. It's your life is the territory. And so you get to explore that and really discover for yourself what is true. Like, don't just take what I'm telling you to be truth, like really take it into your life and see how it shows up. So let me show you your chart. So this is Nicole's chart. And Nicole, in human design, we have five different types and your type is a generator. I'm also a generator as well. We're actually, we have a lot of similarities, our profile. So you're a six, two generator. I'm also a six, two generator. This is Beverly's chart. 
Beverly is a two, four mental projector. So another type of in, in human design is the projector. So we have generators, projectors, manifestors, reflectors, and then a cool kind of hybrid type is the manifesting generator. So we have these five types and these five types really help you understand the, how the energy works in, in your body and how you're designed to interact with the world and with others. It really gives a detailed explanation of your aura. So as a generator, Nicole, your aura is open and enveloping. You're literally bringing everything into you. You're just magnetizing it. Because as a generator, you're here to be the life force of the planet. You have this sacral center, this center here, defined, which means you have a consistent access to this work-life force energy. And you're designed to do work that lights you up that brings satisfaction, that, you know, that, that really fuels you, that not just like, not just working for working's sake, but because it really is what lights you up. And it, that quote that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That is really the quote for generators, because it's so true that this sacral energy is replenished when we feel satisfied, when we enjoy what we're doing. Beverly, as a projector, her aura is focused and absorbing. So what she's doing is she has, projectors have this ability to see others very, very deeply. They can focus their aura and almost like penetrate into others' auras. Like they're really here to be the guide, to be the leader because they have this bird's eye view and they understand systems. They understand the ways that things work. And they're here to be really wise. And this comes because their sacral is undefined. So projectors don't have that consistent access to that work-life force energy like generators do. So they can be much more prone to burnout. And so that's why it's really important that projectors are leading and guiding and managing rather than the ones on the ground doing all the work. Is this resonating? <laughs> so <Before>? much. <laughs> so much. I'm laughing. I'm a generator. I'm such a magnet. <laughs> so so it, it resonates and it, it brings something up saying, you know, hey, it, it keys in, I key into, okay, I generate. I, I understand that I bring in right? I, I've got to generate things. I've got to generate momentum. It's kind of like, you know, the widgets and, and adding into, um, you know, the, the machine uh, of life, right? But I'm also generating the crap and I'm also bringing in so much and that's what I do. And it becomes uh, like researching. You can, you can overdo it, right? You're, you're constantly scrolling Google or I'm constantly going to the library and picking up books and I've got to generate um, major, major data. I've got to constantly harvest data and do and go and be, and I love that. Not everybody loves that, but that is my, my favorite thing to do is to, to, to be busy, but not being busy, being busy, but actually have a goal to move towards. So, so how do I do that to take it where I'm not generating the junk over here and move that? into generating the positive and bringing in um, 
you know, business or, or working as an entrepreneur or bringing in those clients? And does that key into manifesting and bringing that all together with my goals? Yeah, that's a great question. And this is where following your strategy and authority can be really, really beneficial. So as a generator, your strategy is to respond. So you're here to respond to things that come into that open and enveloping aura based on your inner authority. So you have all these things to respond to, and then your inner authority is how you say, is this actually right for me? So as a sacral authority, this is, you're a sacral being, and also your authority comes from the sacral center. So it's really like, is it a hell yes, or is it a hell no? And if it's kind of a, uh, a maybe, then don't take action on it. It's not for you to respond to. Because again, that sacral needs to be responding to things that actually light it up, that it feels satisfied by. So your non-self theme as a generator is frustration. So this is like a really good red flag that something's out of alignment. If you're starting to feel this frustration and like, oh man, I'm just trying, like I'm pushing a rock up a hill, you know, like you're, you're not moving in the way that's in alignment for you. You know, you're, you're facing that resistance because our strategy is actually what removes that resistance. And when we're following our strategy and our authority, that's when you feel your signature theme, which is satisfaction. You're like, ah, I'm putting this energy <laughs> towards something and it's giving me what I desire, right? So it's so true because it's like, oh, either hell yeah or hell no. Being also a Sagittarius and Irish Italian, it's like hell yeah or hell no. I'm, I'm very, I can be very black and white and things, but my brain is constantly analytical. So that in lies where the frustration is, is because I'm like A or B. And then all of a sudden my brain is always constantly data mining, constantly absorbing and doing and going and in that honest state of awareness. And it would make sense in that sacral where it's so generated near that root because I'm down here, I'm in that strength, I'm in that foundation. That would explain a lot in the law enforcement and security and management and self-leadership of why it needs to be strong and why it needs to be consistent and commanding. And now I see that, okay, now I can take this into business. Now I can take this into life. And, you know, I get it and I'm laughing because it's like, okay, here's where the sabotage had come in for 30 years. And I say, hey, I'm the sabotage smasher because I have... 30 years of experience sabotaging myself, right? So this is oh my gosh, where it have... comes from, right? <laughs> I have so many things to say. Okay. <laughs> and Beverly's so just dying. She's like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but oh hey, that's me. I'm just so blunt and honest and with it. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, bringing this back, like in human design, we learned that we're never designed to make decisions from our mind. So even though your mind likes to process and like, you know, it's this or that, it's that wisdom of your sacral that's going to actually move you in the correct direction. So for you, I wanted to just share this, Nicole. So your head and Ajna, these two top setters are undefined. So you're literally reflecting and amplifying all these ideas all this inspiration, like that's why you're saying, it's like, oh my gosh, it's all coming, right? It's just coming at me. You're reflecting and amplifying it. And it can feel like a lot of pressure to take action on those things or to make them a reality. 
But that's where following your strategy and authority to know, okay, what is showing up externally? What is there in front of me to be responding to? And does this actually light me up? You know, like really letting that be your guide. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned that you had 30 years where there was a lot of that, like things not really working, like that self-sabotage, like that. Um, it's a lot of trial and error. So your profile is a six, two, and this, this profile comes from this line. So this, these are the lines of the hexagram right? So we have the sixth line, it's the top of the hexagram. And the sixth line lives through three life stages. So the first life stage goes for your first 30 years until your Saturn return. And that's really like where things are usually not very pleasant. You know, you're having to learn through a lot of challenging experiences. And it can feel like you live a whole lifetime in your first 30 years. And then after your Saturn return, this is when we call you move up onto the roof and you start to get like this different perspective where you're not just like going through all the stuff. You're kind of like more removed and observing yes. and healing from that and yeah. gaining that wisdom. And you mentioned, you know, you're about to turn 50, your Chiron return. I can actually pull and see when your Chiron return is going to come, but that marks your third life stage where you come off the roof. And this is where you really step into your power as a role model, because you have all of this experience from the first 30 years. And now all of this like perspective and objectivity and healing from the second life stage that you can really bring these together to be this sage, this, this visionary who is a role model of what's possible. That's, that's hilarious because I, I will say that, you know, with all that data and that over-processing, it, it is so scary that I'm more than the empath. I'm more than the introvert where I will be the recluse and I will hide in the mountain and just be like, I'm done. I got to shut down. No phone, no computer, no nothing. So hearing all these people, I'm an empath. I feel your energy. For me, it's like, oh, what? You feel that? That's all. You feeling here. I'm feeling this, right? And so to share with people the understanding of this, and that's that's why with all that research and data, I become that person looking more into the shadow self and doing the soul work. So thank you very much. I'm going to, we have to go back to Beverly because we can talk all day. And, and this is so interesting. Thank you so much for doing this. And I love sharing this with people, sharing that honesty and that rawness of who we are and deep, deep within and our unique self. So we're going to circle back. And thank you so much, Randy, for bringing this to us. You're so welcome. And you really quickly, just that two line that you have in your profile, you and Beverly both have a two line in your profile and it's the line of the hermit and of the natural. So there's going to be these times where you need to have time alone so that, you know, you can refuel and recharge. And it's in those moments, you're going to feel this creativity emerge. 100% because that's when I go deep within myself and meditate and and really detox and and fast and go into that and so having to go up on that top of the hill and just be with Nicole which is very uh very real very raw thank you so much well you definitely nailed her <laughs> you know <laughs> 
you know, putting it in that perspective, Nicole and I've known each other now, I don't know, four or five years, whatever it's been, but lifetimes, you know, and it's, it's interesting just to have that defining moment. So it helps me to understand, you know, some of the things that she does as well as, you know, uh, getting to know each other. We've lived in different cities and, and, and states and everything. So to be here finally together in Wyoming and working together, you know, in nature, where she is coming out here in the wide open spaces, uh, it's really been a treat watching her just grow through this and move so fast, you know, so all those points that you, you hit were like, I, I could watch how the shift happened, you know, getting in this space of what she needed. And it's, it warms my heart. So thank you so much for sharing. And, uh, you know, being the projector, you know, uh, I feel that the two of us, you know, as a generator projector, that we work really good together. And she does all the behind the scenes stuff. Yay! <laughs> that is so not me. Oh my gosh, so not me. And yeah, I thought it was really great when I met her for our pre-discussion talk. And then I saw that you're a projector. I was like, it makes so much sense. Have Nicole <laughs> do that. And Beverly just gets to come and be the guide. And I love it. I get all the fun stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's beautiful how, you know, the magnetics of the world work together to to bring that you know uh togetherness which is so awesome and to bring you into our lives you know it's just been absolutely amazing and and we'll have to discuss you know the projector a little bit deeper you know again and i i love it i just love it and uh like nicole said we could be here for days talking on this and you know thank you so much for sharing this with the audience because this is something that you know is relevant especially in today's world with all the chaos and uncertainty it all begins here with that personal identity and if not now when Right. And so could you leave the audience with three little tips, you know, one, two, three, start this today to help you begin to discover what lies beneath the buried mess of who you aren't to discover yourself. I love that question. So the first thing I would say, if you don't know your human design, go and get your human design chart. You can go to mybodygraph.com and get your human design chart. And then on there, there will be some information about your strategy and your authority. And what I always recommend is just starting to witness how some of these themes are already alive in your life without you having to do or change anything. So a lot of times we try to understand it intellectually with our mind. And that's where I see we can, again, then just put us ourselves in these other boxes when we're trying to break free of the box. But if we can just sit back and allow our awareness to see how we are already our design right now, because like Beverly, Nicole, you were already living your design without having to know all of these details. So it's already alive in your life. So just start to become the witness to see how these things are there. And then through that, you'll be given the clues in your life of the things that don't align with who you truly are. So you can give yourself the permission to let those things go so that you can really emerge 
and shine your true light out into the world. Well, there you have it. It's just that simple. So really start to focus on the assets of who you are and move forward with them. And the things that don't bring you gratification, say goodbye. You know, this is the year to shine in the wholeness of who each and every one of us is. And you heard it from the expert here. So if you want more information, just check all of the links that are going to be next to this video, next to the audio, and let Randy Lee kind of explain to you and discover that inner working of all that it is that you are. So go out there, be that best you, be that only you. Change yourself, change the world. Thank you, Randy Lee, for being here. Thank you, Nicole. I am spicy and sassy. I am sassy and sexy. My energy is magical and uplifting. Live, love, be sassy. Sassy AF affirmation cards. Scan and shop. Enter code 360 wisdom for a discount at checkout. Follow Sassy Healthy Fit.